0: Howdy, boys and girls. I don't actually care what number week it is because it's championship week. And on the Carla and Crappy Show, that's one of our favorite, favorite things of the year. Hi, Carla. How you doing? Hey,
1: I'm good. How are you? Cheers. Hi.
0: I am doing well. I needed a larger glass, so I don't actually have an Easternbury glass or gear, but I do. Hi, Scott. But that's awfully tasty. Hi, Scott. Uh, AJ, you've got... A- AJ has an East End Brewing glass. I'm the only one. I who's... do,
2: I do. There's not East End beer in here. I'm just. It's still repping Pittsburgh. It's Church Brewer's Thunder Hop in here. It's okay,
1: fine. okay. Oh, that's
0: nice. nice. Uh, this nice. nice. I have a. I have a Hitchhiker's Mere uh, Double A P, which is just um, spectacular.
1: I have a woodchuck. Shot to Andy, by
0: the way. Oh. Yeah. oh
2: Shot to, to Andy at Hitchhiker, by the way. Jay. So, I mean, as long as we're shouting out Pittsburgh Brewers, shout to
0: shout to Andy too. Sure. Sure. Um. We have a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, we have uh, 37 uh, uh, title games that we're going to talk about. That's not actually true, but um, there are I think seven. There are seven of them that we're going to try to get through here in short order. Uh, but as we always do before we look ahead, we are going to look back and discuss uh, something that made an impression on us from last on us from last weekend. Uh, Carla, did you have a good weekend? You're watching on the on like on the the you know back patch pack patio with yeah. oceans and and Florida stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Watching football in Florida is a lovely thing. And that's actually my one thing. It's not the fact that I got to watch football sitting outside around a fire um, at my, at my in-laws mm-hmm. house, which was lovely in and of itself. Right. Um, yes. But it's also has something to do with Florida and AJ this, I, I will apologize to you in advance because you have been telling us all year that we need to watch AAC football.
2: You must watch AAC football.
1: And if you missed the war on I-4 on Saturday, or Friday, I'm sorry, on Friday afternoon, you missed probably the most outstanding offensive display of any college football game all year. There were 21 points scored in 53 seconds in the fourth quarter.
0: We were, and we, I've, I'm just, I've, Kelly and I just had dinner at, at, at AJ and Evie's house um, last night. And, yes, and, we were, and we were talking about this. It, it was just... Yes, it was, I,
2: I would like to point out that I... Literally screamed multiple times. I was at my mom's house <laughs> for uh, Thanksgiving, and I'm watching this game, and I am screaming, this game is so beautiful and stupid, and I love it. I want more of this, please. well so is- there's a reason why. I tell you guys to watch these games because Group of Five football is the best football. You can have all your defensive 10-7, to 7, Big Ten West battles all you want to. You can Yay! keep Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah. Hey, listen, you can keep Iowa and Nebraska in a box on the other side of the country. Bring me UCF and USF and let's let this party
1: start. That was, it was an incredible game. I mean, it really was. And it was, it was really, we'd actually gone to a brewery earlier that day. Um, okay. to, to, and and they actually had the, like, they had the game on and people were watching it there. Like, I mean, and, and if you know Florida, like, UCF and and USF are the little brothers, right? I mean, they are. Um, when yes, when you think about little you know, brothers football
2: wise, but population wise, UCF is yes. like one of the biggest schools in the country, and Probably. so there's a lot of alumni out and about in Florida.
1: There are, um, but they don't admit it. That's the thing. You know, it's, no. no, yeah. It's, It it, you know if you can't go to if you can't go to Florida you can't go to Florida State you can go to you can go to Central Florida. Um, A lot
2: of Pitt fans of Robert Morris so it's fine. Right. Same
1: thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's exactly the same thing. And a lot of UT fans, Tennessee fans at MTSU, right? Same same kind of concept there. But yeah, what a ridiculous game and what a great way to start. um, What was an amazing weekend uh, that you know all the way around. But so that was the the one thing that I had that. And apparently we're going to the Bahamas. Is this a true thing?
0: (laughs) Um. I, I need to, I need to speak with travel agents and discuss this with uh, uh, my budget director, but it, it's possible, yes. possible. Yeah, University Bobcats. It, it might be. It might be that the Bobcats uh, would get an invitation to play in the Bahamas Bowl, which I, I think I've been on record in the past few years during Bola as, as my my favorite bowl destination. Everywhere it's like in this little <laughs> high school stadium, um, yes. It's a
2: rugby stadium. Uh, yeah, I technically, yes.
0: I, I believe that's correct. And, and and you know nobody goes and no one cares because it's in the Bahamas. But um, I'm sorry, they have Popeyes flags. Yes. The only flag yes. I salute is Popeyes. Yes. <laughs> so that's something. This is they something we Popeyes will say. This is something we'll say for Bolo Um Because uh, I will, I will, I guarantee you right now, if if uh, if that is official, Bobcats, if my Bobcats are playing in the uh, the Popeyes Bahama Bowl. That's going to be my pick to discuss for, for Bowl of Palooza, but we will get to that in I a couple will, weeks.
2: I will also point out that uh, uh. who did accept an invitation to the Bahamas Bowl is Zombie UAB. UAB <laughs> is going to the Bahamas Bowl. Welcome back, UAB.
0: Go Blazers. There's a, there's a chance to, to beat Alabama in a bowl game. Awesome. AJ, what was your one thing from last week? Uh, Carlos stole mine a little bit, so I will pivot
2: to okay, sorry. Watching, watching Alabama get stomped and look like a floundering Big East team. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, that felt good in, in in all of my in my nasal cavity. I don't know why it was just. I'm. I don't know what I. Was, I forget. I was making dinner. I think I was making some sort of bread. I don't know. All I know is that I'm watching Alabama miss two snaps back to back. And then they get the gift of Auburn screwing up and putting 12 men on the field where you're like, okay, this is where Alabama gets like one break and they score immediately. Nope, picked off. It was like you watched, it was like watching, it was like watching your dad fall down a hill. I don't know what it was. It was just like there was nothing. There was nothing. It was so pure. I don't know what to do with my hands right now.
0: (laughs) There was a gut level. I mean, I my what what I wanted to see out of last weekend, other than winning my game, uh, was sort of the opposite of what actually happened. I wanted favorites to win. I I needed I needed that help to get Ohio State into the final four. But there is something. There is a gut level reaction to watching Alabama get crushed that I think is almost. Uh, outside of half of the state of Alabama, I think I would I would guess that's almost a universal reaction to college football fans. I mean, it's like well, yes, I, my, favorite, yes. my favorite part of
2: this was not just the fact that Alabama lost and lost badly. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that Uncle Gary Gary Danielson is watching the game like he's calling the play he's calling out plays and like quarterback runs and all this stuff, and I'm like. How do you know this and Nick Saban doesn't? How is this happening? (laughs) (laughs) The most well-prepared football robot on the planet is confused that Jared Stidham can run.
0: (laughs) It is ugly when it breaks down. It is ugly when it breaks down. There's no question. And and it was a lot of fun. Um, My one thing from last weekend, I would, as much as I want to, as much as I want to make the jump that everybody made uh, in the the latter part of the Ohio State-Michigan game, um, and and compare Dwayne Haskins to Cardale Jones. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that yet. I was. I was impressed with uh, uh with how Haskins played um in the end of that game. Um, actually it, it seemed to make a difference with play calling. Uh they, they, uh, they, he's not the runner that JT Barrett is. So, you know, the coaches took a little of that pressure off of him and, uh, it, you know, it's got a stronger arm and able to, uh, to, uh, zip some balls, uh, in on crossing routes that, that maybe JT Barrett couldn't or wouldn't, or for whatever the reason, but, um, we'll, we'll get to the quarterbacks for the, for the Ohio state, uh, Ohio state's appearance, in the big 10 championship game coming up here in a few minutes. Um, But we have as we have like 30 other games to talk about first Um, We're we're just looking at the uh, we're just looking at the uh, the top 20 uh, championship games that involve top 25 teams Um, And there are still a bunch of those Uh, And we actually get started on Friday with the Pac-12 championship game. This is number 12 Stanford at number 10 Southern Cal uh, USC's favored by four again. We're using the uh, the the latest um uh, college football ranking uh, poll numbers um, the Asia, what do you think about this one, Mr.
2: Uh, as, Pac 12? As, as,
0: is is Mr. Pac-12, here? Pac-12. Uh,
2: we need to, we have a problem with this game. Number one, uh, the Pac 12, I love you, love you deeply. Stop playing this game at Levi Stadium in San Francisco because no one wants to go to San Francisco on a Friday and try and get in there at like 7 p.m. They've already started tar- tarping off the upper deck. So, good job, Pac 12. <laughs> yeah, Pac-12 under tarts. Uh, <laughs> and used, there's a new hashtag. There, there's
0: the new there's, hashtag. I,
2: it, yeah, and if you search it, I'm the first one. So uh, <laughs> the other problem that the Pac-12 has here is both of these teams uh, have two teams. I, it sounds weird to say that. Uh, there's good Stanford and bad Stanford, and there's good SC and bad SC, and
0: I'm not sure which one's going to show up um good S- um, when that's good that's, S- these, these are both these, these teams are both absolutely baffling if you've been if we've been trying to pick games all season long curl and it's just like what what the hell happened right
2: so if if we if you see good SC you watch them beat Stanford on September 30th by 20. if you see bad sc you will get the uh the Washington State game if you uh, see Good Stanford, you'll watch Bryce Love run for 250 yards. If you see bad Stanford, you will watch them barely beat Oregon State. There's no real way to pick this game. I'm just going to have to go based on based on overall defense and performances so far, and I'm going to pick USC.
0: Okay. Okay, Carla, what do you think?
1: Um. Like they just said, USC crushed Stanford in week two, but Stanford has made some changes since then. Obviously they've gotten the different quarterback, um, KJ Costello, um, who's kind of taken this team, you know, by, by the reins and really has has taken ownership over the last couple of weeks with, you know, really impressive wins. Um, Big question mark on this game is how is Bryce Love's ankle? Um, You got to, you got to think he's good to go, but I mean, he was dinged up last week. Um, It showed a little bit in that game. So there is that. Also, USC is coming off of a bye week um, because they played 12 straight games, and so their bye week is the last week, conveniently enough. Um, so so some interesting dynamics here.
0: Like playing Mercer in week 11.
1: Right, yeah, pretty much. Um, so two things here that, that come into play that, that make my decision here. We have we talked about this last week, right, mm-hmm. that Stanford has done everything that we didn't think it was going to do this year. It's always done the opposite.
0: Exactly. So because,
1: because AJ's logic is good, I think Stanford wins this game. Here's the other reason yep. why: the Pac-12 North is six and zero in title games. In the Pac-12 not, title game, I the North not has not that. lost the title game. Okay. So another another vote for Stanford. So yeah, sure. USC should win. Stanford will.
0: See, now I was I had my mind made up, and now I'm not so sure. But I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna stick with my initial thing, Carly. You mentioned the um uh, the changes that 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 Stanford has made uh, since. They got stomped by SC early in the season. Uh, they're, they're eight and one since, um, and you know, good wins. Uh, Washington and Notre Dame—that's that, 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 great stuff. They played really well since then. Um, SC has changed a bit since then as well, and, and, and actually, you know, you've got to deal with uh, injuries and personal stuff to get there. Um, they, they gave 160 yards rushing to Bryce Love alone in that first game in that in that win. Um, since then, the Trojans D has picked it up, and they're only giving up 150, game, 150 yards rushing uh, overall per game since then. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's a nice, that's a big step forward. So I'm, I'm, it's, it's tempting to, to go with the, the, the Stanford alternate universe pick, but I am, I'm going to stick with USC and, and hope. And hope maybe for like an Ohio State USC bowl matchup because I think that would be a nice, a nice kind of throwback thing. We'll, 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 talk more about that in a minute.
1: I have not uh, experience with that. You don't want that.
0: Oh, I have, I have, I have many bad experiences with that, and I still do for some reason. I'm not sure why that is. <laughs> um, uh, you don't, you don't remember the early 70s, but I, I certainly do. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have the All Action Conference, the AAC Championship of uh, the uh, number 20 America's America. conference. Number 20, Memphis versus number 14, the University of Central Florida, uh, which is favored by a touchdown. Um, I, I, I double checked this. AJ meant this to me when we were hanging out last night. Notable for this game that the over under is 82 points. Carla, what do you think about this one?
1: Take the over. okay okay Okay. i I, I mean really i mean statistically these two teams are relatively fairly even total offense is ridiculous memphis is number five in total offense ucf is number six in total offense um i love both of these teams i love what scott frost has been able to do in a quick turnaround um at ucf scott frost may be the next head coach at the university of nebraska um likely actually but um the, the, the one difference in this game, I can't believe I'm saying this because this is a game that's going to get, AJ, I'm using your term, it, it's going to get pointsy real fast, but mm-hmm. the one difference in this game is the fact that UCF has a slightly better defense than than Memphis. Memphis's defense is ranked 111th, which is <laughs> abysmal. UCF's <laughs> is ranked in the 70s, so at least it's kind of mediocre. That's I think like that's all-star. Problem.
0: It's all-star yeah. defense in the all-action conference
1: yeah yeah so so that statistic alone since offensively they, they just both put up a ton of points and we saw what that happened last week. Um, I, I'm going to go UCF because they have a slightly better defense.
0: You look like you're over this. you look like um, you look like the guy from The Simpsons going this is excellent. Um, what do you think about this one? I'm so excited for this game <laughs> entirely
2: because of 82 point over unders. Um, Power six is alive and well uh I would love to see both of these teams uh get a shot at the playoff Memphis wrecked Ucla or no they barely beat Ucla but uh there's a there's a lot of fun in this conference the American Conference has a lot of great coaches I'm saying this overall is the American conference but uh UCF is a Fun, fun team. I really hope that Scott Frost stays. It doesn't go to the University of Nebraska, mostly because I want to see Navy coach Kenny Montalolo go to Navy because I want to see option football back at Nebraska. I think that'd yeah. just be fun. Um, but could I see, I, I see UCF winning this game. Uh, but it's going to be super fun, and it's the Nooner. And I'm going to use my one thing for this game to promote just one tiny thing. North Texas at Florida Atlantic in the mm-hmm. CUSA Championship. That that over-under is 73. So there's a lot of points in the Nooner slot. Keep that thumb ready. <laughs>
0: something, something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind, certainly. Um, I, I, uh, a, a win for Central, I, I mean, a, a, a team from the AC getting an undefeated season, uh, I'm I'm conflicted just as a as a general fan about whether or not um that that would should get them a consideration in the final four and they're they're I mean they're not going to come close even if it they won't. won't it
2: they won't, won't because the playoff team hates the playoff committee hates the group of five and the group of five yes. should either a start their own playoff or b just form a mega conference with like the FCS
0: That'd be <laughs> they fun. should just start their own fun. league it would be fun it would be fun. So I I mean so you know UCF wins this. Um, there's an undefeated season. There's certainly a New Year's Six bowl game. Uh, actually, that's that's an automatic bid for the winner of this game uh, as the as the the top group of five team in the in the standings. And I, it would be fun to have a uh, it would be fun to have a, a, a an option attack back at Nebraska. But I, I think uh, certainly a win here. Um, being Scott Frost gets a really, really serious look, uh, at Nebraska, which I think is his alma mater. Is that, is that right? Do I remember that right? Yeah, was yes. A okay. right there, yes, okay. Um, I it, it could also, uh, it, it could also mean that UCF wins here, and and I will go on there, I, I think they will. Um, uh, some unlucky power conference goal, like say my team, might have to deal with the Knights. In a bowl game, which uh, I will go on the record right now as saying I am not—I would not be super stoked about that. Um, I mentioned SC before; that's fine. I would—I would much prefer that than having to than having to play UCF on a on a bowl game on New Year's Day. Um, but the Knights here wrap up uh, their undefeated season uh, and play in a big time bowl game, and uh, that's—and uh, we'll see what happens with who they're going to play after that. Next up, we have the Big 12 and, uh, number 11 TCU against number three, Oklahoma, uh, which is favored by seven. Uh, I think, AJ, you're up first. What do you think? Um,
2: I, I'm, I'm torn on this game, uh, mostly because we're talking about a rematch I was hoping to not see a rematch. I was hoping for full Big Twelve chaos, and we were going to get Ohio, uh, Iowa State in this game, even though that would be a re- anything in the Big Twelve is a rematch because it's all round robin, anyways. Right. Um, this could be the this could be the moment that the Big Twelve really shoots itself in the foot, and they're they they overreact so hard to twenty fourteen and having Baylor and TCU fighting and and Ohio State getting into the playoff and then winning, um, but. This is their overreaction to get a championship game to say, this is the Big 12 champion. TCU beats Oklahoma. Mm Gary Patterson ain't letting you slip twice. Um, I I, I think TCU gets the win. This is in Jerry World?
0: Yes, it is. In the the Jerry Jones Dome.
2: In the Jerry Jones Dome. So, yeah. Neutral field. I I believe the TCU-Oklahoma game was in Norman this year.
0: Uh, I think so. Um, So... so,
2: I think a, a neutral field. I think TCU gets it done mostly because Gary Patterson's now gotten a second look. So okay. I, 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 you don't sleep on Gary Patterson in his sweaty shirts all you want to. No, you don't give him two chances. No, the man Ew. is the man is sweaty. I know he's time.
0: good. I know, but I, and I and I relate, but still gross. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Carla. Carla, so, what do you think. So this is a common theme that we could say with every game in this in this whole show that we're talking about it, with the exception of the Big Ten title game, and that is it is really tough to beat a team twice in the same season. Yes. Um, th- th- that, you know th- That's the logic You know, with, this, with this picking Stanford over USC. That would be the logic in picking Memphis over UCF. Yeah. Um, wouldn't stun me. That would be the logic in picking TCU over Oklahoma in this mm-hmm. one. And to be perfectly honest, if you read the stuff leading up to pregame, Gary Patterson is as loose as I've ever heard him in interviews right now. He's saying, we've got nothing to lose. Oklahoma has everything to lose mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and Lincoln Riley, to kind of counter that, is is actually admitting we have to try really hard not to overthink our adjustments because they saw everything. We threw the book at them in the first win. So how are we going to tweak that and not overthink ourselves? Right, The mind games have already started here. There would be a really good argument here that, yeah, AJ, I, I think it's possible. I think, I think TCU can win this game and, and knock – Oklahoma out. It depends on how tight Oklahoma is when they come out there. The reason why I'm going to say Oklahoma wins this game is because they have Baker Mayfield and because TCU's defense has not been disciplined at all this in the last couple of weeks, they had a player ejected in the first game Their you know, their top defensive end was ejected against Oklahoma. The first time they played last week, they had, um, safety Nick Orr was ejected for throwing a punch in the second half. So he's going to miss the first half of this game. Can the TCU defense stay disciplined enough to not get another player ejected from this game? I, they haven't shown me that they can, you know, I mean, really it's been, they've had a player ejected pretty frequently here. You can't do that against Oklahoma. Um, so unfortunately, I think Oklahoma gets it done just because of that. But it wouldn't stun me if if Horny Toads pull this out just because Gary Patterson is getting a second look.
0: Uh, you mentioned you mentioned the discipline and the lack of it with the uh, the, the uh, TCU's defense. Um, I'm I'm interested about dis- disciplining that. In fact, I'm going to predict this. This will be my prediction. Um, regardless of what happens with this game, Baker Mayfield will uh, as the clock winds down. In the Jerry Jones Dome. Baker Mayfield's going to take off his pants and run around the field in ATT Stadium, waving them over his head like he's brainy chesting. I think that's what's going to happen.
2: You did see that they brought his jersey out to the coin toss like he was dead. I did. I saw it. (laughs) it. RIP. RIP. R.I.P. Baker Mayfield. I I, guess. Think, I
0: think that could happen either way. I think, you know, when he's celebrating in in a loss, he's, you know, he's throwing his pants at his opponents. Um I do think Oklahoma's going to win this game and that's that's uh, Also shout out
2: to uh, both of your predictions of Baker Mayfield sitting at least a half or you hope he sat at least a half he sat in place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was that was a nice <laughs> nice bit on the on the part of the Oklahoma coaching staff. Uh, SEC title game. Uh number 6 Georgia uh, versus number two Auburn, uh, who had a big jump in the uh, college football rankings. Auburn is favored by two and a half to three points, depending on where you look. Uh, I don't. I have lost track of who goes first, Carla. I think it's you.
1: Okay, um, it's really hard not to claim that uh, that Auburn's the top team in the country right now. Yeah, at the moment they're playing better than I think anybody else is right now. We saw that last week against uh, against um Alabama. When they played the first time, the key that Auburn had was they, they, they just shut down Nick Chubb. Right. I mean, that was how, that was how they won that game. They, they held Nick Chubb to 27 yards. So the key again to an Auburn win in this game is to shut down the run again. And so I went back and I looked to see what they did against Alabama to make sure that like this, is, that wasn't a one-time thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't. They have they made Jalen Hurts the leading rusher last week for Alabama and held Damian Harris to just fifty one yards. So that run that run defense is still right where it was when they when they beat Georgia. I, I if if that defense is still playing as as well as it is, again, another rematch, right? So it wouldn't stun me if Georgia's able to make some adjustments to make the game closer. Sure. Um it's tough to beat a team twice in the same season. But unless something has changed that Georgia can figure out a way to overcome that rush defense. It's going to you're going to end up with the same result. I I I think I think Auburn wins. Okay.
0: Okay, AJ.
2: I need to, the the problem is is that the 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 key in both of the games, Georgia and Alabama was carry-on Johnson. And he is currently day-to-day with a shoulder injury that he suffered in the Alabama game. Um both of the Georgia and Auburn games were in uh, Jordan hare thus they don't have weird magic auburn powers that's
1: true <laughs> they, don't, yeah. they don't have full auburn magic powers
2: <laughs> right so uh I would say that we're looking at probably I I think that's why the line is a lot closer than it is um this is a this is a de facto home game for Georgia Athens is like 40 minutes outside of Atlanta dogs are gonna win I, i'm picking georgia here i'm picking georgia because this is again coming back around to it's very hard to beat the same team twice this is effectively a home game for georgia and you have an unknown at running back and the other two running backs that replaced Carrion johnson were either both hurt at one point i think they were like hey we're going to start running the fullback."
1: back yeah
2: um, <laughs> you'll notice that towards the end of the auburn game there was not a ton of offense. It was more or less just like the offense holding the ball as long as they could to give the defense a rest to hold off Alabama. Uh So they don't have carry on. Johnson is a a true power running back. Mm -hmm. You him. And if they don't have him or he is less than 70 percent, he was he was mentioned. Malzahn said he was uh, better yesterday than he was the day before. That was yesterday. So I'm taking. I'm going to take a pretty good guess here that if on Johnson plays, the Auburn will be all right. But I think Georgia wins.
0: Okay, okay. I'm I, I'm still. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I don't see enough changing um, from from the game a couple weeks ago uh, in terms of personnel, and uh, it, it's it's a little iffy. I, I but unless you know. I, I'm assuming Auburn uh, will have the same rush defense that it had in 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 the in the original game, in the first game, and unless you know the, the Georgia has has found a stray Manning wandering around the South somewhere, um, there is not, one, but he, he is there, there one? is
2: one, but he was yeah he was Peyton's older brother, so okay,
0: so <laughs> probably probably yeah. an eligibility left. Um, yeah. i yeah, he still
2: I, has the eligibility. Oh, Let's tear okay. Off the red okay. The
0: uh, we can we can we can maybe work something out here in the next couple of days. Um w- w- without w- without a a, a a significant passing game. I just I don't see how Georgia musters the offense uh to win this game. I I I, the, I I believe me. I I understand the whole thing about winning twice. Um that is a tricky proposition. We've talked about it a couple times already. Uh we're going to talk about it more, but I yeah, I just I I see uh, I saw Auburn winning this one. Um and unless Georgia figures out how to throw the ball. And, and I don't see that happen. Um, next, we go out to the Mountain West in the Mountain West Conference. A uh, number 25 Fresno State versus unranked Boise State, uh, which is odd because Boise State is favored by eight and a half to nine points. AJ, what the hell's going on here? Boise has
2: finished the season extremely strongly. Um, the only reason that, they, that they're that they not ranked is because they just lost to Fresno State. <laughs> uh, yes. they, Fresno and Boise played last week. Um, both teams really did not seem to push the edge too much. Um, Boise won 28, This game is in, uh, is in Boise. Uh, last week's game was at Fresno. So effectively it's a home and home. It's like a home and home series <laughs> yes. in back to back weeks. Um, just really trying the mountain West, just trying out some new things like, you know, soccer championships. Um, (laughs) there's a home and home, you know, you listen, Fresno's up 28, 17 in the aggregate. So it's gotta, you just gotta, boys, you just gotta win by, you know, three touchdowns. Anyways,
0: home field goals count for front count for double or uh, road field goals count for double. So. Yeah, so so happen. Fresno
2: has has 17 points, so basically, yeah, you either got to win the game or win by 17. Anyways, so uh, I, I see Boise winning this game. They've looked, they've looked the part in most of their games. Uh, in the, after losing to UVA, they didn't give up more than 14 points, except for a one little aberration to Colorado State, where they played a lovely 59-52 <laughs> barn burner in in. Uh, in Fort Collins but everything else they've not given up more than 20 points their defense looks great as per usual um, so I'm going to give the uh, I'm going to give the nod to, to Boise okay Carla on the Blue shirt okay.
1: okay yeah Fresno won last week right correct mm-hmm. yeah um and 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 so back to back weeks. You know, same thing. Like, you know, we've talked about this. You know, can can you beat a team twice in the same season? Can you beat a team back to in back to back weeks? That's a new proposition. Yes. Um, Jeff Tedford's done a really nice job at Fresno State, turning that program around. Same thing that we just said about Scott Frost. Jeff Tedford, you know, had some good seasons at Cal, went to Fresno State, really seems to have kind of found his thing. But at the same time, it's been a great season. They're going to get a really nice bowl game. I like Boise. I just, I, I, I think. This, I, I, I think they saw enough last week to be able to playing at home, um, to be able to turn it around. And, and to be perfectly frank, they've been there before, right? This is a Boise team that knows how to win. Um, this is a Fresno team that is learning how to win um, and will continue to get better. But I, I just, I like Boise at home on the blue turf. Okay. Okay,
0: I, I don't actually have any idea how this game will go because I I, I I will be honest. This is AJ's realm. These West Coast games. I'm in bed. I just I, I don't have any idea. What I really want to happen is it's sort of like uh, when this game gets started at my at the start of my shift. I to move my microphone over here. I want to sit back in my chair and I, I and work and and I want to look up at these TVs and I just want the blue turf to sort of wash over my eyeballs like it's it a does. cool. It's- like it's a cool yeah. mountain breeze, um, and I want to relax and enjoy some ridiculous West Coast football. Um, and and then if I if I have to be more specific about this, um, I the the notion uh, the back to back weeks notion that makes it really really tough on Fresno State. I think Boise State's actually the better team here. Uh, they're playing at home, the, the blue turf all that stuff. Um, I see Boise State uh, winning this uh, fairly easily um, and, and a wrapping up a Mountain West title. Uh, in the ACC, not to be mistaken with the AAC, uh, we have number seven, Miami versus number one, Clemson. Clemson is favored by nine and a half points, which I think is the biggest line we're looking at in all the games we're talking about. Carla, what do you think?
1: Well, first of all, you have to say Clemson with a P to make it accurate. Clemson,
0: C L I M, it's C L I M P. S U N. Sun. Yes. S U N. it's S I N. It's
2: Clemson. Clemson, correct. Correct. Okay. okay. Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, I would. So... I would I'd, I'd be, yeah. <laughs> shout out to that campus. It's beautiful. I've been there. Weirdly, I've been there. I've done work <laughs> there, So, shout out to Clemson and uh, the camera that they have on Howard's Rock. I've seen it.
1: Hey, the director that I work with is, a, is a, went to Clemson, so hi, Melanie. Um, hi, Melanie. Um, so and she might actually be listening, so hi. Um, Miami's offense, we've had questions about it all year, right, with the exception of the Notre Dame game. Um, this was the Miami, can you do something other than, like, the last four minutes of the game. Um, they've gotten a lot better. They, they dominated Notre Dame. They're going against the number six offense or number six defense in the country. This is a defense that they haven't seen all year, um, and it's number and Clemson's defense is number nine against the pass. I think that's I think that's key in this one because that's how that's how Miami lives and dies. Right? They live and die by that by their passing game. They're going up against the toughest passing defense they've faced all year, they, and, and Clemson hasn't shown me a reason to not think that they're capable of winning this game. Um, they've looked good. Other than that one slip up, you know, in the Carrier Dome, but hey, strange things happen in the Carrier Dome. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, I just, I, I don't see any reason why not to pick Clemson in this game.
2: Uh, I guess, ah, I, I uh, uh, it's Clemson. it's yes. it, Clemson. Sorry, it's it's <laughs> it's not even Clemson. Miami has looked. Miami has been a wonderful story this year. The U is back, but. <sighs> Clemson is, is a more talented team. And the and like Carlos said, the one thing that Miami does well is throw the ball. What does Clemson do well? Stop people throwing the ball. <laughs> Miami does not have a good running game at all. You saw what happened with Pitt. Pitt focused their entire defense on stopping the pass. They didn't care about about running football. Uh, Miami tries really hard to move out to bubble screens and try to get receivers into space, and it just was not working. Uh, Brent Venables is a better defensive coordinator huh. than Pat Narduzzi and the pit staff. Y'all going down, Miami? I'm sorry, Clemson in a in a landslide
0: on this one. And and Clemson's uh, got a slightly uh, advantage of the personnel over to the pit Panthers as well. Just a little, just a little, just a
2: little bit. I mean, um, Hey, listen, uh, by the way, shout out to Pat Narduzzi for the halftime speech where he said we saw it, uh, in South Carolina last year and it's happening in Pittsburgh this year. And it, it did not happening. even waver. There wasn't a yeah. might happen. It is
0: happening. Good it is happening happens. in Pittsburgh right now. Um, I still have, uh, personally, I have nightmares of, uh, uh, uh 31 to nothing, uh, from almost a year ago, yeah, 11 months ago. Um, and the thing that I remember seeing over and over was and my over, son jumping off the couch because you were at my house. What Just, just <laughs> yeah. that was we were only at your house for a half. Um, and I continued to That's watch right. when I got home for for uh, some unknown reason. Um, but I, I remember seeing J.T. Barrett dropping back, and immediately there is pressure, and it's and it's a perfectly formed semicircle around the pocket. Um, and it's not, it's, it is, it is, it is consistent. It is disciplined. Um, and I, and I say that that's, that's an important thing because JT Barrett had nowhere to go. You, You know, we, we know that he likes to, uh, when he's pressured, he can run and that, that sort of makes Ohio state's offense what it is. And he's absolutely was not able to do that. Um, so when the Miami hurricanes, uh, want to throw the football, uh, in this game on Saturday evening, Clemson's front seven is as good or better than it was a year ago, mm-hmm. and 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 going to face the same kind of pressure. I don't I don't know that uh, Malik Rogers is the same uh, has the same kind of running ability even that JT Barrett does. I, I uh, they're going to have a tough time making their offense work. Uh, against Clemson's defense, and that's that will be the def- that, that will be the difference in this game. Um, and, and and AJ, I I, I kind of agree. Of if, if any of these games have a chance of being uh being kind of ugly, I think this this could be the one. Uh, and then we wrap up uh, with as we as you might predict with the Big Ten championship, uh, number Ohio, number eight Ohio State uh, versus number four uh, number four Wisconsin. Ohio State is favored by six or seven points. Um, AJ, what do you think?
2: Wisconsin has played a weak-ass Big Ten West schedule. Ohio State got dropped at home by Oklahoma. They went to Iowa and forgot everything. Literally, they crossed the Iowa border and forgot what the game of football was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, we're gonna
0: take we're gonna take a weekend off coach if that's okay
2: (laughs) uh you still have a game nah it's fine it's Iowa (laughs) Kirk Ferris hung all of the points he's been saving listen he's been saving those coupons they were double they were double coupons and he (laughs) saved all of them up and he cashed them all in by the way Iowa didn't score more than 14 points the rest of the year anyways so um hey crappy how's uh, how's Ohio State's run defense
0: uh, Ohio State's run defense has been pretty good. Been pretty okay, pretty good. Okay, 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 okay.
2: They've got Doak Walker Award finalist Jonathan Taylor, not Jonathan Taylor Thomas, just Jonathan Taylor. Stop there. <laughs> um, and uh, Is he yeah, that James Taylor. Is it? No. Uh, no, B. E. Taylor. B- That's oh. what he's related to. Okay. okay. <laughs> the there's other a, one. There's, um, a, there's a
0: there's a Pittsburgh joke for everybody.
2: Uh, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Wisconsin's got like a low key good passing offense.
0: Um, Heebrook is is like the perfect uh, Wisconsin quarterback in that he's he's uh, I mean since uh, it, it's it's like annoying, um, in that he's sort of good, uh, and 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 good enough that you know when they when they take a break from the rushing offense that you know he can complete passes and um and it's just like oh just stop it, you're not actually this well, good. Here's, here's the thing. They distribute the ball extremely well. The top
2: receiver for Wisconsin has 501 yards for the uh-huh. season. Second is 471. Third is 354. Fourth is 312. So they distribute the ball really well. There's not one guy you have to key on, and that is easily that, that guy. Uh, the tight end gets a lot of targets. Uh, Tony Fumigali was targeted 56 times this year. Uh, but the rest of the team is 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 kind of just evenly distributed out. Um, they really love feeding the ball to Jonathan Taylor. He's got 258 rushes this year. Um, they feed him. Sure, he's got 1,800 yards. He's a Doak Walker Award finalist over Rashad Penny, which is a travesty in and of itself. Um, but. He he is a he is a really really great running back and I'm really sorry crappy you gotta see him for at least another two years because he's a freshman. So um
0: that's he's funny. gonna see Nick Busser for at least one more year. Uh
2: so I, I I'm I'm expecting Wisconsin to play tight, uh, but if if Ohio state can, can get out and throw up some big plays, I don't think Wisconsin has the capability to big go big play for big play with Ohio state. Right. Um, if Ohio state wants to get into a 10 to 11 play drive battle with wash with Wisconsin, that's a bad idea. Wisconsin's very good at 10 to 11 yard, 10 to 11 play drives and killing you with efficiency. Um, Ohio State's gotta gotta blow up the building. Okay. <laughs> so this is a, uh, I, I think this is where it's gonna come down. It's gonna come down to Ohio State's big plays versus Wisconsin's efficiency. Can Ohio State put up more big plays? I think they can. Uh, Their uh, Wisconsin does have a pretty good defense too, but I don't know if those are uh, one if one that's. I don't know if that's based on I don't know if that's based on the fact that they Wisconsin play nobody, Paul, or if that's just uh, Wisconsin actually having a good defense. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm picking Ohio State here, but okay, um, okay, okay. I, I think Wisconsin's going to keep this closer than that than the uh, than the line.
0: Okay, Carla, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the way Ohio State wins this game is is the big play. That's that's really they have to dominate the big play to be able to to put up enough points. Um, because you're right. Wisconsin's the number one, statistically, they're the number one defense in the country right now. Um, And they're allowing the second fewest passing yards per game um, of any defense in the country. Again, against competition that is skeptical, you know, we're skeptical on on the level of the competition here. But the number two or the number one um, defense in allowing passing yards is Michigan. So, Okay, so you're facing really good pass defenses in back-to-back weeks. So I went and looked at you know the statistics from last week's game against Michigan. How did Ohio State beat Michigan? They figured out a way to run the football, right? They used the run True. to be able to, um, to to set up the passing plays, and that worked really well, and they beat Michigan. Here's the problem with that theory going up against Wisconsin. They're the number one rush defense in the country, right? So. Ohio, if Ohio State is going to win this game, they have to they have to score on the big play. That's, that's absolutely right because they're not going to be able to rely on that run game to be able to give enough separation um, based on you know last week. I mean, Ohio State didn't start all that great, but they were able to figure that out and move things around and be able to run to set up passes, and it worked out for them. That might not be an option this week. So I'm going to be the contrarian on the show this week and say Badgers are annoying, and they're going to be really annoying this week. I'm sorry, Bow. I think Wisconsin wins. Boo,
0: boo! That's not somebody that's has not, to do it. I know, and it's and it's not a bad pick because it's it. it I, I look at this, um. And and I kind of think, uh, and this is this is debate that's going uh, going around in, in Ohio State message boards and all of those other annoying things. Um, you know, do do you actually want Dwayne Haskins in here to to have a, a better? Uh, run pass balance. Do you have someone who who can maybe hit a long ball with a with a little more efficiency than JT Barrett can? Um, I, I, I think it's a, it's possible, um, but I don't. And I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that's the answer. I I, I still think um, having JT Barrett um, his passing game and especially. Uh, his ability to scramble and 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 create uh, to get yardage when when he he pulls the ball down or or on, on design quarterback keepers and that's something that Haskins does not do well. Um, granted, he is he doesn't have to do a lot of it. He only would have to do a little to to, to be effective. But uh, but uh, he he will not break something like that 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 uh, J T Barrett could. Um, I, I'm going to say and. and, and you know, I have to hedge this a little bit. I mean, JT Barrett was just, uh, it was just upgraded to probable for the game and, you know, everyone knows he's going to play, but, um, I, if, if Barrett can do that, if, 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 if JT Barrett is the quarterback, um, and he can keep help keep Wisconsin's defense off balance, um, then I, I think that's, that's a, that is a good sign for Ohio state's, uh, offense. Um, and that's that's when uh, you know that's that's when the 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 drives that he was in for a, against Michigan. That's when those worked. Uh, that's when the offense runs really well. Um, it's I mean it's going to be it's going to be game like last weekend's was uh, against a really good defense. But uh, I'm going to say if if if, if JT's ready to go and and able to play the offense that he runs. That's that's going to be enough, and uh, that will be uh, that will be a big time championship for my Buckeyes. Um, boys and girls, we're going to be gone for a couple weeks, and then we will be back in mid uh, September. Watch for watch for. Thank you, thank you. We watch <laughs> for uh, watch for announcements, but Bola Palooza, cast of thousands. I don't know if we're actually going to have a cast of thousands, but I have to say that's just sort of because that's what we've always done. Well, um, we should we're, be
1: smaller for going to the Bahamas.
0: Right. Um, so we're gonna see we might be in the Bahamas This <laughs> a possibility. I I am I'm, I'm or, or we might just kind of sort sort of all be where we are right now. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh so expect a Bola Palooza show coming up here in a couple weeks. We will take you through some of the oddest, most fun bowl matchups that are coming up, and um, and then we'll we'll see how it goes from there. AJ, thank you. I have breaking news. Breaking news
2: sources and by sources I mean ESPN's website have confirmed the Bahamas bowl is UAB
0: versus your Ohio Bobcats. Yes Woo! that is official y'all we're going to we're going to the Bahamas. We're going to the Bahamas. We're going to work going to, oh God. Uh Carla uh, and, uh, yeah. Carla, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much. I'll I'll talk to my travel agent.
0: We'll talk we're yeah we're gonna work out travel details. We're gonna see what the budget's gonna do. And we will see you back here or there for Bolapalooza in mid December. Thank you, guys. Enjoy Championship Week. We'll talk to you again soon.